You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch. As we wrap up our Leverage series, boy, Pastor Matt has been challenging us uh, with how to leverage our finances, how to leverage really all of our resources that he has blessed us with. And so we want to wrap up with a couple of our local, uh, well, our church members that are that have local agencies here in the area that can give you some more wisdom. They're also members of our church's sub-ops committee, which Ben Bullard will introduce to us. We're joined by Kyle Thompson, a partner of a local wealth management advisor, advisory, and Jared Hammock, uh, CPA and president of a local accounting firm. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us. Ben, why don't you introduce uh, these guys and kind of tell us about the sub-ops committee uh, that helps helps Kingsway here. Sure, Andy. Thank you. Um, well, let me start with our sub-ops team. This is um, a volunteer team made up of financial uh, professionals and business people that help in advising um, the church, me and me specifically, um, with our finances. And, and we, we have a purpose statement, and that's to make recommendations to the Kingsway leadership, which would be the executive team and eldership, and that's pertaining to financial systems, policies, processes, and any other items that impact. Uh, impact financial stewardship, health, and longevity of the church. So and these two are instrumental in that and a big part of our team. Jared Hammock and Kyle uh, Thompson here with us today. Ben, how instrumental, this is a young team, how instrumental has this been in kind of helping over the last year as Kingsway has gone from perhaps not a great financial position to a better financial position? I, I can't stress enough how helpful um, that subops team has been, and especially these two. Jared, for for those of you that don't know, is um, we have outsourced a lot of our uh, finances, and his organization has helped us a hundred percent revamp uh, our budget, the financials. We have new policies, procedures, and his team has really. Uh, been a huge part of that and a big part of our turnaround. Kyle, uh, this is his first year serving on the sub-ops team and what he's brought to the table, and he'll be able to talk about that a little bit here in a a little bit, Um, ideas of how we grow and some of the strategy has just, it's been phenomenal and a huge help to me, so. Let's get to know these guys. Jared, you've been a part of Kingsway for a little bit. You've served in many different roles from life group leader to the eldership. Your wife's on the dollar club team, so you're very involved at Kingsway. What brought you guys to Kingsway here several years ago, and when did it start? So we we joined Kingsway back in 2010. So Matt, Pastor Matt's first Sunday here was our first Sunday in the area. Oh wow! Um, so we just we tried it out, and we've been here ever since. So we've a little over a decade at this point. So you've seen a lot over the years, both socially, both spiritually, and financially. And 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 now you're here, 11 years later. How do you feel about Kingsway at this point? Uh, yeah, so a lot, a lot of changes, um, a lot of growth and, um, you know, movement and parts. And I think the, the big thing about Kingsway is that they're, they're open to change. Like Ben mentioned, we, we've been able to have a front row seat at the changes in the financial policies and procedures, how they report, um, the transparency of their financials. So uh, that's a big part of why we're, we're kind of connected and, and believe in that. 
Kyle, we got to sit down and, and go through kind of the membership process with you and your family a couple years ago. Uh, what brought you to Kingsway and, and what made you fall in love here? Yeah, so we joined back in 2016, which is really kind of hard to believe now that it's been uh, been five years since we've been here. Um, you know, starting when, when we moved to the west side, we, we were kind of at a smaller plant church that was really fun to be a part of. And just seeing that grow and, and go through the paces of that was, was really exciting. And, and as that started to split off in different directions, we really started reaching out in the community to see where we could land. Um, went to college with Jared, so, so knew him, and he said, hey, you, you got to try out Kingsway. So, so we did that, and, and we stopped it. Stopped at a few other churches along the way, but this just really kind of started to feel like home. Um, not just the, the the life groups of being able to make it smaller and get plugged in, but um, also just the way the message is delivered and um, really focused on the core beliefs of the Bible was was a big thing that that kept us here. So it's been a it's been a fun journey, seen a lot of changes in in five years, and excited to be a part of part of the sub ops committee as well. So when Ben approached you about that, you know, what were your initial thoughts, and and how's this first year gone? As you've just kind of been taking it all in on the sub ops team. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was really I wanted to make sure I could utilize my services and, and, and give back to the team. I, I didn't want to just be a, a, a member that, that sets in and, and not be a, a productive person to, to help out with that. So, you know, Ben did a great job of, of setting up a launch. We kind of talked about it. We, we went into details of what he was looking at, and it really just made a lot of sense. I mean, they were looking to grow the team, bounce ideas off of outside kind of professionals that do this day in and day out and look at it from a financial perspective. So I felt like it really kind of fit with what I do day to day. And, and it's been good to, to meet the team and kind of start working through some of these things and, and discuss it at a higher level. Ben, have there been certain aspects about the team that you, you've said, wow, this is this has really been cool. I, you know, I expected this part to come together, but certain things have really stood out to you that have made a big difference or, or just been encouraging to you? Well, these two guys are really smart, and <laughs> we we just came out of a, you probably heard, a global pandemic. And the challenges of that, not just from, you know, operationally, but the financial um the financial challenges that these guys have just been invaluable in the advice and the creativity, the way that we look at money, the way we approach it, um, some of the uh, strategies of how we can get um, grow our generosity, even have our people look at money differently. So, yeah, it's been it's been an incredible. It's been a very challenging year, but these guys have made it a lot um, a lot more easier yeah. to, 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 to maintain. And so I, I can't think of enough. Just like anything in life, so important to go through things together. And I'm, I'm so encouraged that uh, our church values that on the financial side too. So thank you guys for, for being a part of that. Uh, our iron sharpens iron. And we're seeing that here in the financial realm as well. And we want to sharpen your, your tool belt at home too. So uh, we're going to hit on a few of those things. A uh, couple topics that have come up that these guys know a little bit about. Donation of appreciated securities. Uh, donor advised funds and uh, quali qualified charitable distributions. Guys, you're going to have to help me out because I, I can balance my budget, but I can barely say these words. And so, <laughs> so Jared, why, why don't you start, as, as I've said those things, kind of what strikes you as what's going on right now in the market and how it can help our people? So I think the big thing is the 
the tax code changes we've seen over the last few years have completely changed the dynamic on um, you know how you might want to give money to get the same deduction that you've always been able to do historically. So um, as the standard deduction has risen, the um, kind of minimizing the benefit of donations has happened. And I think uh, we'd all love to think that everyone gives out of purely the goodness of their heart, but we find that the, the tax deduction is a pretty good motivator. Um, so we are you know, actively looking at strategies to help people get the deductions that they are used to getting. And uh, a couple ways to, to accomplish that, um, one is, is very basic. I think you said you've touched on it, so I won't cover it much, but donation bunching, you know, taking what you'd normally do in a couple years, put it all in one year so you can, you know, again, get, get that uh, elevation in your, your giving in a single year. And then, um, but the big one right now, primarily focused on retired individuals, but qualified charitable distributions. So that is a, a way if you have an IRA and you're required to take money out, um, instead of getting the money, paying tax on it, and then making a donation, um, possibly a non-deductible donation, being you know depending on the size of your, your standard deduction, itemized deductions, what you can do is bypass that. So you can work with the holder of the IRA and the charity and do a direct from your IRA to the charitable organization and it's not taxable to start with. So you don't have to worry about getting the income and then the deduction separate. It kind of lumps the two together and you avoid paying tax on it from the get-go. So um, there are some specific rules that you have to meet. So you definitely want to talk to um, tax advisor, but that is one thing definitely to look at as a way to, to kind of get back in the good graces of that deduction for your itemized um, giving. How difficult is it to keep up on all this stuff, on all, all these different codes, the changes? I mean, it feels like that could be a full-time job for you. Well, um, if you know anyone that is keeping up, they could probably tell you. Um, <laughs> that's not PPP. <laughs> it's, it's been a challenge. Um, uh, there, there is a lot of moving parts. You know, every time we have any change in, uh, you know, who's in power, in DC, there's going to be changes to the tax code, so we're dealing with that. Um, dealing with things out of the pandemic, with um, you know some of the, the the money that was being given is uh, it was a great thing um, for a lot of churches, small businesses. There were new rules and regulations that we had to kind of learn on the fly. So it's it has been it's been a challenge to say <laughs> the least, but it's it's a it's it's what we do. Yeah. Always changing, I'm sure. Uh, Kyle, you talked about the donation of uh, appreciated securities. What, what does that mean, and and how will we see that happening on the market? Yeah, so I, I think this is a big thing we're we're really starting to see, and I'll, I'll kind of parlay this into to the donor advised fund too. But if we just talk about the donation of appreciated securities, the the big thing that's happening here is we're in roughly a a 12 year bull market run. Um, bull market just simply meaning markets have gone up um, by and large, which has um, been a benefit to to investors or, or those who are saving. So what a lot of people find themselves with in, in taxable brokerage accounts are securities that have large build-in capital gains. And the downfall to that is, is if they need to get that cash out to transfer that to a, to a personal checking account to write a donation, is they're going to pay the capital gain 
have less money available to then turn around and provide to their charity of choice or church or whatever the case may be. So big thing you're starting to see is is direct giving directly from the brokerage account of the appreciated security. And the benefit of, of that from the donor is is they're getting to take the fair market value deduction for that security, have to pay no capital gains tax, which is which is a huge benefit. And the, the, uh, the receiving entity or organization is getting to, to receive that appreciated security, can sell it, no capital gain implications to that, and, and it's a win-win both ways. So it's just, a, it's just a great way to look at doing this. Obviously, there's, there's some tax implications and, and AIG limitations um, um, around this. So certainly, you know, talk to a tax advisor, reach out to somebody at the church and, and we can guide on, on what to do with that. So, um, been a huge planning opportunity. And then that kind of feeds into the donor advised funds as well. Um, really these kind of get back to what Jared mentioned on, on the bunching, but, but just a different way of thinking about these. So this is a, this is a fund that can get set up through, through, um, pretty much any brokerage institution that's out there. And the idea behind it is, is it's allowing the, the taxpayer or the giver to front load their contributions, take the, the, the larger itemized deduction in a given year, but then be able to spread out that giving to their charities of choice on a regular basis. So, you know, if you want to front load five years of contributions, you could do that, then still spread it out to where the, the church or, or whoever you, you want to receive that that gift to get it on an annualized basis on whatever schedule you want to give it on. So again, just, just a, a great planning opportunity and something we've, we've really seen explode over the last couple of years with changes in tax law. Ben, how much does planned giving help the church when we know what's coming in, what to expect versus, obviously, you know, it is month to month and there's different, you know, rhythms to a church, there's different rhythms to, to family schedules and, and that type of thing. But if, if people do plan, how does that help the church? Well, from a cash flow standpoint, the more information we have, the better we can plan. So as you can imagine, our fixed expenses and even our non-fixed expenses, um, you know, they come in every month. And having an idea of what's coming in to match those expenses is is huge. So, and when you're a generosity-based um, organization, that can be challenging because you know some months it's really giving's really strong, some months it's not. So that stabilizing cash flow as much as possible is is always huge. And what Jared and, and Kyle just said in the last two years, we've seen that type of giving from the uh, from annuities and security accounts really explode. I I, I bet in the last couple years, I bet 10% of our giving has come from that. Wow. And as more people learn about it and are getting the, that kind of advice from their uh, wealth management company or securities provider, that we're, we'll see more of that because um, it's it's such a great benefit. If these uh, conversations have brought more questions, please reach out to me at alinch at kingswaychurch.org and I'll point you to Ben and, and Jared and Kyle and they'd be glad to help you out. Uh, we certainly appreciate you tuning in and, and we're here to help you in whatever way we can. Uh, we're walking with you in this path, whether it's spiritually, financially, uh, emotionally, it all ties together. So guys, thanks so much for joining us here on The Step Further.